In the name of God, the merciful, the compassionate. What is faith? It is a question I have asked myself over the years, dear nephew, and I am no closer to the answer now than I was when my hair was still crimson, like the rising dawn, not the pale silver of the moonlight as it is today. I write this for you because I know I am dying. I do not complain, for there are times I wished I had died many years ago, or better yet, had never been born. My heart looks at the trees, whose life consists of no more than dreams of the sun and memories of the rain, and I envy them. There are times when I wish I were one of those rocks that line the hills beyond Medina, ignored and forgotten by those who tread upon them. You will protest, I am sure. How could I, Aisha, the daughter of Abu Bakr, the most famed woman of her time, wish to trade in my glorious memories for the sleep of the deaf and the dumb of the earth? That is the tricky thing with memories, dear Abdullah, son of my sister. They are like the wind. They come when, when they wish and carry with them both the hope of life and the danger of death. We cannot master them. Nay, they are our masters, carrying our hearts with them wherever they wish. And now they have taken me, against my will, to this moment where I sit in my tiny bedroom made of mud brick, only a few feet away from the grave of my beloved writing this tale. There is much I do not want to recall, but my memories cry out to be recorded, so that they can live in the memories of others when I am gone. So I shall start at the beginning, at a time when one world was dying and another was about to be born. There is much glory in my tale, much wonder, and a great deal of sorrow. It is a story that I hope you will preserve and take with you to the furthest reaches of the empire, so that daughters and granddaughters of those who are still being suckled today will remember. Much of, what I, much of what I shall relate, I witnessed with my own eyes. The rest I recount as I was recounted to me by those who were present. It is a tale of great portent, and the bearer of my words must shoulder a weighty burden before God and man. And all of those who dwell on earth, there is none whom I can trust more than you, Abdullah, to carry my tale. In my days of honour and of disgrace, you have stood by my side, more loyal than the son of, son of my flesh could have been. I look upon your smiling face and see all that I have gained and lost as the price of my destiny, a fate that was written in the ink of dreams when I was still a child. I was six years old when I married the messenger of God. Although our union was not consummated until I began my cycles at the age of nine, over the years I became aware that my youthful marriage was considered shocking, even by Beric, by the haughty noble women of Persia, and although none would have dared to say to, to my face. Of course, I am used to the cruel whisperers of the gossip mongers, more so than most women of my time. I have been subjected to the hidden daggers of jealousy and rumour. Perhaps that is to be expected. I pay I, a price I pay as the favourite wife of the most revered and hated man the world has ever known. Tell them, Abdullah, that I love Muhammad, my God's blessings and peace be upon him, and that he loved me for all I proved unworthy of uh, for all that I proved unworthy of it. Of the many twists and turns that have guided the caravan of my life, there are none that I that I treasure more than my ten years with him as his wife. Indeed, there are many days I wished I died with him, that Gabriel would have taken my spirit with him, with his, and I could have left this valley of tears for another to conquer. I torment myself with the knowledge that many thousands would have lived had I simply died that day. 
an army of believers who followed me to their doom, good men who believed that I acted out of idealism rather than pride and a hidden lust for revenge, good men like your father. Had my soul departed along with the messenger, he and so many others would have lived. But that is not my destiny. My fate was to be the mother of a nation, even though my womb has never borne a child of its own, a nation that was chosen by God to change the world, to destroy inequity, even as it is forever tempted to succumb to it, a nation that has defeated, defeated every adversary despite all the forces of earth marshaled against it, and then become doomed to fight itself until the day of resurrection. A nation whose soul like mine is filled with God, yet consumed with, uh, with, her, with earthly passion. A nation that stands for victory and justice, yet can never hide its own failures and cruelties against the terrible judgment of the one. This is my ummah, my nation, and I am its face, even though no man outside of my family has looked upon my face since I was a little girl. I am the harbinger of joy and anger, the queen of love and jealousy, the bearer of knowledge, and the ultimate fool. I am the mother of the believers, and this is my tale.